viewpoint and opinion shared on Jerry Unfiltered is a culmination of over 20 years of personal experiential knowledge and research into the unification of science and consciousness known as quantum morphogenetic physics, which is a paradigm shifting disruptive science not taught in the mainstream public educational systems. The intention of Jerry Unfiltered is simple, to awaken, to be aware, and to be able to reclaim the original perpetual life celestial human potential. of Jerry Unfiltered. I am your host, Dr. Jer Rivera Duhenio, and I want to welcome all of the listeners from around this planet. And I also want to welcome all the new listeners that are joining us here for the first time. If you're joining us here for the first time, first let me preface this by saying, uh, don't believe a word I'm saying. Instead, just feel sense the energy behind my words because that's where you'll feel sense my truth, my energetic encryption, okay? And if you're joining us here for the first time, I also want to preface, don't shoot the messenger, okay? I'm just sharing with you my direct experiential knowledge on certain topics and today's podcast episode i felt like addressing this entitlement encryption it is this finite life programming whereby whether you are a young adult teenager that feels you're entitled to everything under the sun, or let's say you are a seasoned adult, meaning you're in the workforce, you have a family, you have a life, you know, three and a half kids, white picket fence and animals, but you feel entitled to X, Y, and Z because you felt you put your time in, okay? I'm going to address this because the encryption, this false encryption programming is very intimately related and tied into the victim, victimizer, blame game encryption as well, okay? And if you don't know what the victim, victimizer, blame game encryption is, I highly suggest that you go to one of my previous podcast episodes 
to get caught up on the whole victim victimizer blame game. I won't get into it in this podcast episode, but I'm going to get into this false encryption of this entitlement issue. Okay. And those that feel that they're entitled are the people that really have no self containment, meaning these are the individuals that literally get upset at every little thing, okay? They get upset because it's raining or they get upset because the uh, movie that they went to go pay for on Netflix was um, terrible, okay? Or they get upset when they're driving and someone cuts them off right? Or they're upset that their feelings got hurt, okay? Please, let me remind all of you out there that if you are in self-containment, there is no one or no thing that can really upset you, okay? And this justifies or validates any personal misuse of Reaction, idea, intention, or action. Are you with me? For those of you that get upset because the wind blows, it is you who upsets yourself by allowing your emotional body, your distorted emotional body, to follow misperceptions of your mental body that tell you that your power lies outside of yourself. Now, at any given moment, you can choose which words, associations, ideas you will use as the filters through which you interpret an event. Are you with me? You know, to be upset, to be angry, to be mad, to be jealous, to be butthurt. Any of these and, and any other category uh, of labeling, whether it's conscious or subconscious, these are all mental body filters that direct your emotional and physical body function. Are you with me? And an individual that is what I call self-contained, okay? Recognizes that at all times, the freedom of your interpretation exists and thus a negative experience and its associated disharmonic energies of upset feelings or being butthurt can only exist as a personal interpretation of events. Are you with me? So that's the first thing I want to address, okay? Because accepting any less responsibility for the direction of personal energies will place you directly into that aforementioned victim-victimizer blame game which can only take place amongst people who are placing their personal power 
and responsibility for manifestation and materialization onto externalized sources. Now, I want you to remember this. Only you have the power to upset yourself. Dingling, regardless of what others say or do, you are fully entitled to your own interpretation. There is no one or no thing that has the power to upset you unless you give your personal power away, okay? And self-containment, right, comes when one recognizes that the direction of your personal energies, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, right, for mental, it's ideas, beliefs, labels, and interpretations, whether they're conscious or subconscious, is an attainable level of personal mastery and exists as an implied responsibility that comes with the gift of free will choice, okay? And the more response-able you become, guess what? The greater freedom and personal empowerment you will know, okay? Now, a person that is free, okay, from this entitlement encryption program is, an, is a being that has self-discipline, okay? Because those that feel entitled have zero self-discipline. And self-discipline, and I'm talking about, you know, when the physical mental and emotional bodies, all right, when they have long been directed by the subconscious forces of the hidden shadow, right, your shadow body, and your hidden shadow body creates within you urges, reactions, thoughts, impulses, karmic miasmic imprints, right, perceptions and feelings that often work counterproductive to the life creations that you choose to manifest and materialize, okay? And someone that has self-discipline is someone that is in consciousness coherence. Consciousness coherence, I mean when that person's consciousness is at a level where they're so focused on expansion and contraction of their consciousness where they have that subjective, objective point of view. They're in the present moment, yet they're able to multitask. They are in at one mint with the source consciousness field. Consciousness coherence is utilized by Professional, professional athletes that are championship-winning professional athletes. And part of consciousness coherence entails teaching ourselves to be consciously diligent in observing our own minds, our own emotions, 
as well as our physical body speak, right? So that we may employ and engage conscious redirections of the subconscious shadow body energies that are on autopilot. And shadow body energies and the shadow body are parts of ourselves that we have laid hidden, that we do not know about, that we have forgotten about. And if you are interested in, let's say, in transmuting your shadow body, I highly recommend uh, the flame body activations and shadow body healings, okay? So, if we learn to catch ourselves when, let's say, negative thought patterns or emotions run rampantly through us, we can use that moment of recognition to reclaim this errant, distorted energy and consciously use the power of morphogenetic reprogramming. It is the power of affirmative morphogenetic repro re reprogramming. And it is also consciously using the power of remedial word choice and direct energy redirection to direct these distorted opposing energies of the self into fulfillment of something that we call consciousness coherence, right? Now, it takes immense self-discipline to become the, quote, let's say, tamer of the lion or the lion, lion tamer, you know, of the often loud and boisterous roaring subconscious mind but we do have the intrinsic power to help our subconscious shadow to evolve through loving but firm redirection into what i call you'd rather pet the lion rather than becoming the lion's meal are you with me and you want the lion to gladly be your, let's say, pet, right? And join us in our constructive co-creations. Are you with me? And self-discipline emerges when we consistently remind ourselves to employ the conscious thought, right? The conscious action the conscious attitude even if we do not feel like it when let's say the shadow body literally sneaks up from behind okay and this shadow parts of ourself surfaces right so that we may see that these parts of ourselves come to the conscious mind for what for healing right and through this process, the conscious mind itself learns greater attributes of consciousness coherence, okay? Now, someone that's running around feeling entitled is someone that has no self-love. Are you with me? 
Someone that feels entitled is someone that lacks self-love. And self-love is genuine, authentic, eternal love that must come from within and can only be reclaimed through genuine connection to the eternal source consciousness field and its inherent connection to all of creation. Are you with me? If you seek love on the outside in order to fulfill a personal, let's say, loneliness or lack within, guess what? You are entering a relationship as an energy vampire and in doing this, you are seeking a substitute for your personal source connection through tapping into the source frequency energies that are embodied within other people or beings. Are you with me? Now, this is not love. This is what we call need. And this implies the lack of something essential, which in turn implies a limited personal connection to source consciousness field. Now, such lack cannot and will not be filled through external quote-unquote love. It can only be filled by recognizing the spark of source consciousness within you and thus recognizing that, oh shit, you are a living, breathing embodiment of absolute love. Once this is recognized, you will have the greatest love of all, which I call eternal source love, right? And from this position of cosmic power, you can literally go into the world seeking those to whom you can gift this love to rather than seeking those from whom you can vampire and take this love. Are you with me? When love is approached through this eternal self-love, the motivation to gift, to give willingly, joyfully, knowing that anything you might need can be made manifest and materialized through the love of the active source frequency that you literally carry inside yourself. So, Self-love is a major component, okay, of consciousness coherence. And those beings, those people running around earth saying, I, and I deserve this, I'm entitled this, they lack self-love, okay? And it's a pity, really. Because in the end, right, People that are running this false finite entitlement encryption, 
they're the ones that violate the consciousness. They violate the rights of others, okay? And there is no excuse to knowingly violate the consciousness rights of others, regardless of how poorly they may react to you. Are you with me? And this brings us to the lack of consciousness integrity in those beings that feel they're entitled to something or someone, right? Consciousness integrity requires that we begin to look at what we are really doing in the way we live our lives, right? Do your eating habits violate, let's say, the plant, animal, or earth kingdoms, right? Do your choice of words and actions show respect for other people and other life forms? Do you play that survival of the fittest lack game, right? To give yourself an excuse for unethical behaviors in, let's say, relationships, right? Such as, for example, you want to, let's say, you know, show up a fellow employee at work to prove you are more worthy and thus more entitled to a raise or favor from your boss, right? Or do you tell people what they want to hear, right? In order to gain their approval and support, even if it is not fully true and does not reflect your personal feelings and needs, right? Do you try to get others to do your share as far as work or responsibilities? And believe me, I know a shit ton of people like that, okay? Do you use erroneous excuses such as the race card, the gender card, the creed card, the academic or economic status to justify disrespectful, exploitative, and unkind treatment of others? If you happen to be in one of those categories, you are lacking consciousness integrity, okay? And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because consciousness integrity requires that you take a good, hard look, a frequent look at how you are conducting yourself, how you conduct your lives, right? To face the areas of activity in which you are performing in less than consciousness congruent ways, right? And to employ active commitment and discipline to perhaps bring these areas of our lives into consciousness integrity. Are you with me? Let me tell you something. If you think, okay, that you're getting to heaven or nirvana or anywhere else that's desirable through using excuses for not employing 
genuine, not fake consciousness integrity, you are absolutely out of your mind, okay? Because no one is going through the gates of the pearly heaven without having genuine consciousness integrity. And cultivating consciousness integrity is a major responsibility on the path of consciousness coherence. And the way the universe works, guess what? Without consciousness integrity, you are not going anywhere, okay? This means, okay, that there is a biological reality of consciousness integrity that literally manifests chemically within your DNA as a result of that state and focus of consciousness. I hate to break the news to you, but if you do not possess a sufficient amount of consciousness integrity in, let's say, your personal morphogenetic fields, neither will your gene code, okay? And though you might be able to fool everybody else, right? Your gene code will eventually be your downfall. Because when you leave this planet, whether you drop the physical body or you attempt to pass through any Stargate or portal system, going through any Stargate or portal system or breaking free from the distorted electromagnetic fields from this planet requires a sufficient amount of chemically encoded consciousness integrity. Okay? Now, I know that you may or may not appreciate what I am sharing with you, but remember today's topic. It is this finite life, false entitlement encryption. And take a look at your own circle of friends, family, right? And take a look at someone that may or may not be in your sphere of influence that has this entitlement encryption. Because once you do find these people in your hologram, you will learn that these people do not appreciate shit, okay? And appreciation is paramount, okay? Because our present society continually is pulsing and teaching us and imprinting us to want more, need more, become more, do more. It's all about more, 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 right? And we are constantly influenced to perceive what is lacking in order to motivate us to buy more, work more, pay more, right? Be good little consumer sheep, right? Very rarely, ask yourself, have you stopped to think about all that you have? Beginning with, let's say, your gift of life 
and free will choice? Have you ever stopped to think about that? Because through this distorted, this disoriented perceptual filter, we can cultivate a full-blown mutation of mental consciousness, right? In this mutated consciousness, we begin to believe, hold it, that we are entitled, that someone owes us, whether it's source consciousness, the universe, God, Jesus, our parents, our spouse, our children, our employer, our government, etc., etc., etc. Okay? Once you fall into this, I'm entitled, okay? Life owes me mind fuck trap, right? We set ourselves up for continuing self-created frustration because we place unrealistic and untrue expectations upon our lives, upon others, and more importantly or equally importantly, ourselves, right? We can also often get pissed and angry and butthurt when we find that the cosmos doesn't conform to our imagined quote-unquote entitled pictures, right? Here's a news flash for you. No one owes us a goddamn thing. If you feel that you are owed or entitled, right, then you are entertaining lack consciousness or lack of consciousness coherence. And guess what? A void, a black hole within yourself is being recognized. Are you with me? If we give to another in order to receive for ourselves, right? Such as the banks do and often our parents, our spouses, our lovers, right? And the other person does not pay back what we expected to receive, you're going to feel cheated. You're going to feel that you, you were taken advantage of, right? Or you are owed or you are entitled something, right? In fact, these situations often emerge in our lives as lessons to teach us that giving should be done for the giving alone and not for the expected return. Are you with me? If we give what we desire to give for the joy of giving, we don't feel owed anything. If we live for the joy of living, for the joy of experiencing without forcing our demands or expectations upon life, we will not feel that life has taken advantage of us. Or we will feel, we will not feel that we're owed something, that we're entitled for something, right? It matters not what your neighbor possesses, 
Because in comparing ourselves to each other to see how, for example, we measure up to each other, we are in effect continually being distracted from seeing and experiencing and utilizing the blessings that are our own. Are you with me? If we can work to cultivate the ability to just appreciate even the smallest things in life, even the smallest blessings, the smallest intentions and gestures, we will begin to create a life that is at least half full instead of half empty. Are you with me? Now, in terms of quantum morphogenetic physics, what you focus your attention upon expands. What you resist persists. And what you do not give the energy of appreciation to will eventually dematerialize right out of your experiential hologram. When you approach the world through the chosen filter of genuine giving, you are, in you are in effect being an electrical transmitter. You're literally sending energy out to the world around you. And when you release scalar electrical energy in this way, guess what? You become more scalar magnetic as the sending out of scalar energy creates scalar magnetic vortices within your personal morphogenetic field. And the magnetized morphogenetic points then draw in, you accrete more cosmic energy supply at a higher oscillating frequency and quality than the expressed energy, right? To refill the energy void created by genuine giving. And when you approach the world with the attitude of, let's say, getting, right? This natural physics process flips and becomes inverted. The more you try, and I know this is going to, set all of the people, all of the, uh, you know, law of attraction people on their ass, asses, right? The more you try to pull energy from the outside world, the more energy becomes stuck in your personal morphogenetic grid as miasms. The miasms progressively reduce the quantity and lower the frequency of the natural energies you can internally draw from the cosmic supply. So, giving, even in its simplest form of giving appreciation, allows and keeps the natural cosmic eternal life energy flow moving. And whatever you give out will return to you amplified. Are you with me? Now, 
this also works in reverse. However, and giving out a, let's say, a negative or bad attitude of, let's say, entitlement, arrogance, right? And negativity will cause more of the same to flow your way, right? When you appreciate what you have, love it. Find perspectives through which the joy of it can be experienced. It can be known. And know and experience that in the act of genuine appreciation itself, you will set loose the powers of base 12 manifestation and materialization, more of what you desire, and less of the illusion of lack, right? This whole quote-unquote, the universe owes me. This is a mind trap, right? And it's one of the most powerful self-sabotage program games in the world. Trade it in for consistent, genuine appreciation and your world will progressively expand to hold the reality of the things you most desire, okay? And desire is not bad because desire is needed. It is part of source consciousness field. When source created manifest creation, source consciousness desired to experience it, experience itself in other forms of individuation. So desire is needed. If you feel put upon by the world or you feel resentful for having your desires not met, you owe yourself something. You owe yourself a greater understanding of the nature of first creation and better use of your personal power within the life creation game. So start by being grateful. Start by saying thank you to the source more often, right? To help you remember, to help yourself remember what things you have to appreciate. And once you do this, many more of the kind will be transmitted your way. Are you with me? Now, people that have this entitlement issue are people that are not patient, okay? And what you have to understand is source consciousness field has its own schedule. You can either acknowledge <laughs> this intrinsic reality of manifestation and choose to work co-creatively with source consciousness, trusting that together you and the cosmos will create the perfect divine right timing, right? And if, it, if that isn't right now, there is a very good reason for this. Or you can let your, let's say, shadow self try to force its will upon the intrinsic nature of time. 
Because if time does not cooperate with your expectations, you can just be okay with that. Let that be okay and trust in divine right timing. Or you can progressively frustrate yourself with attachment to these artificial time clocks, right? And choose to believe that you cannot have what you desire just because it doesn't appear when you demand. Oh, boo hoo, right? Learn to relax and realize that most things that you desire can indeed be achieved in source time, source order, and source flow, right? And you can learn to work co-creatively with source consciousness field. And when that happens, things start to materialize when you least expect it, right? Now, these beings, these people that feel entitled, right? These people lack authentic kindness, right? Because like respect, kindness is a birthright, but one that has been absolutely overlooked and misunderstood. And when we approach the world through genuine kind-heartedness, right? Sending love and respect to all of creation in honor of source consciousness field that, by the way, lives and exists within all things, we begin transmitting that scalar electrical energy of higher oscillating frequency that will follow the mechanics of quantum morphogenetic physics to bring more of like kind back to us through cosmic backflow and backflow return. So kindness is a gift that we must first give to ourselves, right? In order to have it to give to others. Kindness implies being conscious and caring toward the needs, feelings, and desires of both the self and others. And to express this concern and caring in action, your attitude and intention, right? Give yourself, would you, random acts of kindness and then pass it along. Pass this gift to others who you come across, right? Be kind, you know, to your, let's say, asshole neighbor. <laughs> and you may help them rediscover their ability to enjoy life, to, to actually smile. Oh, wow, right? <laughs> when we treat all things with kindness, even that asshole neighbor, we demonstrate that we acknowledge their intrinsic value as a thought manifestation of source. And you will often find source consciousness lovingly returns the favor, right? So, I know this may or may not be a heavy episode for some of you, but 
It's time. It was absolutely divine right timing to address this entitlement issue and program that's literally running within all of the young adults nowadays, right? They feel entitled. And, you know, when we see this, when I see this, right, running in someone's hologram, this just shows me that person, you know, has, they waste a lot of energy, right? And they should be in some form of conservation, right? And conservation, I mean, you know, conservation is a form of respect and appreciation for source consciousness energy in all of its expressions, right? From conserving and protecting our own natural energy and resources to being attentive to the needs of our bodies, right? To using the energies of our words and actions with gentle conservation by which we freely use what is needed but not more right source consciousness field continually recycles its energies for the rebirth of new expression right all is given freely but no thing is valueless or valueless or wasted right Conservation demonstrates that we have a respect and appreciation for the gift of creative energy that Source Consciousness Field has provided to us. And as we learn to use this energy in all its forms, right, with respect and clear intention, we will progressively fine-tune our ability to create and materialize what we desire and in this process assist all other beings to do the same right there is absolute truth in that old saying waste not want not right if everything we perceive in our life is understood to be manifestations of source consciousness we might all employ a bit more respect a bit more appreciation and conservation toward the use and applications of all of source energies right and last but not least if you are finding yourself to be one that feels always entitled to something. I have a suggestion. Why not use cooperation and diplomacy, right? Existence is and will always be a co-creative endeavor, right? And we must be willing to allow other beings to fulfill, you know, their needs and desires if we trust to have our own fulfillment known, right? And what this means is creating win-win situations, right? And creating with the intention of giving genuinely, right? Once we come from this perspective, 
We might not always agree, right, with someone. We can always agree to disagree. But diplomacy can be a bridge between opposing forces through which effective actions and decisions can be reached, right? So, we can learn, again, to agree to disagree respect, respectively and respectfully so that the consciousness art of cooperative co-creation can be progressively be evolved and evolve to higher levels of expression. So, that is it for this episode of Jerry Unfiltered. I trust that for those that resonate with the information, you will use it wisely. For those that didn't resonate with it, take what you need, throw out what you don't need. Okay? Well, until next time, truth is stranger than fiction, but wouldn't you rather live your life in truth than a lie? Until the next episode, source bless, take care. <laughs>